Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Karen and I'm going to be your reader today. Today is Thursday, July 7th, which is also the 8th of Tammuz on the Hebrew calendar. This week, our Torah portion, or parasha, is called Huchat, which means statutes. Today we're going to be reading from Numbers chapter 20, verses 22 through chapter 21, verse 9. But before we begin, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. They traveled from Kadesh, and the sons of Israel, even the whole congregation, came to Mount Hor. And the Lord spoke to Moshe and Aaron on Mount Hor, by the border of the land of Edom, saying, Aaron shall be gathered to his people, for he shall not enter into the land which I have given to the sons of Israel, because you rebelled against my word at the waters of Mirvah. Take Aaron and Eleazar his son, and bring them up to Mount Hor, and strip Aaron of his garments, and put them on Eleazar his son. Aharon shall be gathered, and shall die there. Moshe did as the Lord commanded. They went up unto Mount Hol in the sight of all the congregation. Moshe stripped Aharon of his garments, and put them on Eleazar his son. Aharon died there on the top of the mountain, and Moshe and Eleazar came down from the mountain. And when all the congregation saw that Aharon was dead, they wept for Aharon thirty days, even all the house of Israel. The Canaanite, the king of Arad, who lived in the south, heard that Israel came by the way of Arathim. He fought against Israel and took some of them captive. Israel vowed a vow to the Lord and said, If you will indeed deliver these people into my hand, then I will utterly destroy their cities. And the Lord listened to the voice of Israel, and delivered up the Canaanites, and they utterly destroyed them and their cities. So the name of that place was called Hormah. They traveled from Mount Hol by the way of the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom. The soul of the people was very discouraged because of the journey. The people spoke against God and against Moshe. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no bread, there is no water, and our soul lulls this disgusting food. The Lord sent venomous snakes among the people, and they bit the people, and many people of Israel died. And the people came to Moshe and said, We have sinned because we have spoken against the Lord and against you. Pray to the Lord that he take away the serpents from us. Moshe prayed for the people. The Lord said to Moshe, Make a venomous snake and set it on a pole. It shall happen that everyone who is bitten, when he sees it, shall live. 
Moshe made a serpent of bronze and set it on a pole. If a serpent had bitten any man, when he looked at the serpent of bronze, he lived. That was Numbers chapter 20, verses 22 through chapter 21, verse 9. Now to our reading from the prophets, we'll be reading from Yehezkiel or Ezekiel, chapter 6 and 7. The word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, set your face towards the mountains of Israel. Prophesy against them, and say, Your mountains of Israel, hear the word of Adonai the Lord. This is what Adonai the Lord says to the mountains and to the hills, to the ravines and to the valleys. Behold, I, even I, will bring a sword on you and I will destroy your high places. Your altars will become desolate, and your incense altars will be broken. I will cast down your slain men before your idols. I will lay the dead bodies of the sons of Israel before their idols. I will scatter your bones around your altars. In all your dwelling places, the cities will be laid waste, and the high places will be desolate that your altars may be laid waste and made desolate, and your idols may be broken and cease, and your incense altars may be cut down, and your works may be abolished. The slain will fall among you, and you will know that I am the Lord. Yet I will leave a remnant, and that you may have some that will escape the sword among the nations." When you are scattered through the countries, then those of you that escape will remember me among the nations, where they are carried captive. How I have been broken with their lewd heart, which has departed from me, and with their eyes which play the prostitute after their idols. Then they will loathe themselves in their own sight for the evils which they have committed in all their abominations." And they will know that I am the Lord. I have not said in vain that I would do this evil to them. This is what Adonai the Lord says. Strike with your hand and stamp with your foot. And say, Alas, for all the evil abominations of the house of Israel. For they will fall by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence. He who is far off will die of the pestilence, and he who is near will fall by the sword, and he who remains and is besieged will die by the famine. Thus I will accomplish my wrath on them. You will know that I am the Lord when their slain men are among their idols, around their altars, on every high hill, on all the tops of the mountains, under every green tree, and under every thick oak, the places where they offered pleasant aroma to all their idols. So I will stretch out my hand upon them, and make the land desolate and waste, from the wilderness towards Dibla, through all their habitation, then they will know that I am the Lord. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, you, son of man, this is what Adonai the Lord says to Eretz Israel. 
An end of the end has come on the four corners of the land. Now is the end on you, and I will send my anger on you and will judge you according to your ways. I will bring on you all your abominations, and my eye will not spare you, neither will I have pity. But I will bring your ways on you, and your abominations will be among you. Then you will know that I am the Lord. This is what Adonai the Lord says, An evil, a singular evil, behold it comes. An end has come, the end has come. It has awakened against you. Behold, it comes. Your doom has come to you. Inhabitant of the land, the time has come. The day is near, a day of tumult and not of joyful shouting on the mountains. Now I will shortly pour out my wrath on you and accomplish my anger against you and will judge you according to your ways. I will bring on you all your abominations. My eye will not spare, neither will I have pity. I will punish you according to your ways. Your abominations will be among you. Then you will know that I am the Lord who smites. Behold the day, behold it comes. Your doom has gone out. The rod has blossomed, pride has budded. Violence has risen up into a rod of wickedness. None of them will remain, nor of their multitude, nor of their wealth. There will be nothing of value among them. The time has come, the day draws near. Do not let the buyer rejoice, nor the seller mourn, for wrath is on all its multitude. For the seller will not return to that which is sold, although they are still alive. For the vision concerns the whole multitude of it. None will return. None will strengthen himself in the iniquity of his life. They have blown the shofar and have made all ready. But no one goes to the battle. For my wrath is on all its multitude. The sword is outside and the pestilence and the famine within. He who is in the field will die by the sword and he who is in the city will be devoured by famine and pestilence. But those of those who escape will escape and will be on the mountain like doves of the valley. All of them moaning, everyone in his iniquity. All hands will be feeble, and all knees will be weak as water. They will also clothe themselves with sackcloth, and horror will cover them. Shame will be on all faces, and baldness on all their heads. They will cast their silver in the streets, and their gold will be as an unclean thing. Their silver and their gold will not be able to deliver them in the day of the wrath of the Lord. They will not satisfy their souls or fill their bellies, because it has been the stumbling block of their iniquity." As for the beauty of his ornament, he set it in majesty, but they made the image of their abominations and their detestable things therein. Therefore I have made it to them as an unclean thing. I will give it into the hand to the stranger for a prey, and to the wicked of the earth for a plunder."
and they will profane it. I will also turn my face from them, and they will profane my secret place. Robbers will enter into it and profane it. Make chains, for the land is full of bloody crimes, and the city is full of violence. Therefore I will bring the worst of the nations, and they will possess their houses. I will also make the pride of the strong to cease. Their holy places will be profaned. Destruction comes, they will seek peace, and there will be none. Mischief will come on mischief, and rumor will be on rumor. They will seek a vision of the prophet, but the Torah will perish from the Kohen, and counsel from the elders. The king will mourn, and the prince will be clothed with desolation. The hand of the people of the land will be troubled. I will do to them after their way and according to their own judgment. I will judge them. Then they will know that I am the Lord. That was Ezekiel chapters 6 and 7. Now to our passage from the writings, we'll be reading from Ezra chapter 6. Then Darius the king made a decree in the house of the archives where the treasures were laid up in Babylon was searched. And in Akmetha, the palace that is in the province of Media, a scroll was found, and in it was written for the record. In the first year of Cyrus the king, Cyrus the king made a decree concerning the house of the Lord at Jerusalem. Let the house be built, the place where they offer sacrifices, and let its foundations be strongly laid, with its height sixty cubits, and its width sixty cubits, with three courses of great stone, and a course of new timber. Let the expenses be given out of the king's house, and let the gold and silver vessels of the house of the Lord, which Nebuchadnezzar took out of the temple, which is at Jerusalem, and brought to Babylon, be restored, and brought again to the temple, which is at Jerusalem, everything to its place, you shall put them in the house of God. Now therefore, Tatnai, governor beyond the river, Shetal Butznai, and your companions from Arsachites, who are beyond the river, you must stay far from them, Leave the work of this house of God alone. Let the governor of the Jews and the Jewish elders build this house of God in its place. Moreover, I make a decree that you shall do for these Jewish elders for the building of this house of God, that of the king's goods, even of the tribute to be on the river, expenses must be given with all diligence to these men that they not be hindered. That which they have need of, including bulls, rams, and lambs, for burnt offerings to the God of heaven, also wheat, salt, wine, and oil, according to the word of the Kohanim, who are at Jerusalem. Let it be given them day by day without fail, that they may offer sacrifices of pleasant aroma to the God of heaven, and pray for the life of the king and his sons. I have also made a decree that whoever alters this message, 
let a beam be pulled out from his house, and let him be lifted up and fastened on it, and let his house be made a dunghill for this. And may the God who has caused his name to dwell there overthrow all kings and peoples who stretch out their hand to alter this or destroy this house of God, which is at Jerusalem. I, Darius, have made a decree. Let it be done with all diligence. Then Tatnai, the governor beyond Shetal Butznai, and their companions did accordingly with all diligence, because Darius the king had sent a decree, and the Jewish elders built and prospered through the prophesying of Haggai the prophet and Zechariah the son of Ido. And they built and finished it according to the command of the God of Israel, and according to the decree of Cyrus, Darius, and Artaxerxes, king of Persia. This house was finished on the third day of the month of Adar, which was in the sixth year of the reign of Darius the king. And the sons of Israel, the Kohanim, the Levites, and the rest of the children of the captivity kept the dedication of this house of God with joy. They offered a dedication of this house of God, 100 bulls, 200 rams, 400 lambs, and for a sin offering for all Israel, 12 male goats, according to the number of the tribes of Israel. They set the Kohanim in their divisions and the Levites in their courses. For the service of God, which is at Jerusalem, as it is written in the book of Moshe, the children of the captivity kept the Pesach on the fourteenth day of the first month, because the Kohanim and the Levites had purified themselves together. All of them were pure. They slaughtered the Pesach lamb for all the children of the captivity, for their brothers, the Kohanim, and for themselves. The sons of Israel who had returned out of the captivity, and all who had separated themselves to them from the filthiness of the nations of the land, to seek the Lord, the God of Israel, ate, and kept the feast of Matzot seven days with joy, because the Lord had made them joyful, and had turned the heart of the king of Assyria to them, to strengthen their hands in the work of the house of God, the God of Israel. That was Ezra chapter 6. Now to our final reading today, which will be from the Apostolic Writings. We'll be reading from Ephesians chapter 1. Paul, an emissary of Messiah Yeshua, through the will of God, to the holy ones who are at Ephesus, and the faithful in Messiah Yeshua. Grace to you and shalom from God our Father and the Lord Yeshua the Messiah. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah, who blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Messiah, just as he chose us in him before the foundations of the world, that we would be holy and without blame before him in love having predestined us for adoption as children through Yeshua the Messiah to himself, according to the good pleasure of his desire, to the praise of the glory of his grace, by which he freely gave us favor in the Beloved, in whom we have our redemption through his blood and forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace." 
which he made to abound towards us in all wisdom and prudence, making known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in him, to it an administration of the fullness of the times, to sum up all things in Messiah, the things in the heavens and the things on the earth in him. We were also assigned an inheritance in him, having been foreordained according to the purpose of him, who does all things after the counsel of his will, to the end that we should be to the praise of his glory, we who had before hoped in Messiah. In him you also, having heard the word of truth, the good news of your salvation, in whom, having also believed, you were sealed with the promised Ruach HaKodesh who is pledged of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. For this cause, I also, having heard of the faith in the Lord Yeshua, which is among you, and the love which you have towards all the holy ones, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Yeshua, the Messiah, the Father of glory, may give to you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the holy ones, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to that working of the strength of his might, which he worked in Messiah when he raised him from the dead and made him to sit at his right hand in heavenly places, far above all rule, authority, power, dominion, and every name that is named, not only in the Olam Hazeh, but also in the Olam Haba. He put all things in subjugation under his feet, and gave him to be head over all things for the assembly, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. That was Ephesians chapter 1. If you're reading through the apostolic writings twice this year, you're also going to read Luke chapter 8, verses 1 through 25. That concludes our readings for today. We have a blessed day in the Lord. And until next time, this is Karen with Daily Bread for Busy Moms, wishing you shalom from Israel. <laughs>